Shocking breaking news on Scalzo and Bross. We're presented by Bud Light as we find out that Josh DiMaggio, much in the same vein as Debo Samuel and Kyler Murray, eliminated Scalzo and Bross from all of his social media. Zadarius Smith did this with the Packers, too, did he not? He did. All of them unhappy. Josh claims it has nothing to do with unhappiness. He has zero demands. This had more to do with him trying to hide from certain things he said on the air, so it is more difficult to trace back to him. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good summation. Thank you. And with that, we welcome in uh, an expert of many things, including the Green Bay Packers, but also including just drama in general. We bring in Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer. You hear him every day from 9 to noon uh, on Wildy and Tausch. She is Mark Tauscher. Tauscher, what do you make of that? Yeah, I uh, I don't quite understand. Is it that he's embarrassed that he doesn't want anyone knowing that he produces <laughs> your guys' content? Is, I, I don't fully understand why, but the fact that you guys, how long did it take you to recognize that Josh did that? How long till you noticed that he scrubbed it? I saw it yesterday, in, and it must have been what, Josh? It's at least three months. <laughs> <laughs> have you been? So this is where it gets a little bit fishy, Tausch, because Jesse Nelson is out of the office more than anybody in our company, and the show has been run by Josh DiMaggio quite a bit in the last three yeah. months. Do, do the Wilde and Tausch crew have any part in the Josh DiMaggio sweepstakes of why he may be deleted Scalzo and Brust from his profile? So I guess the question is, is he unhappy and looking for different work? Or is he just straight up, he's going to continue to plow ahead and completely embarrassed that he's a part of your show? That's, I guess, the question that Josh has to answer. Because, no, I have not been privy to any of those conversations. But there's no doubt, I think Jesse finally, after last week, has produced more shows than Josh, and we're six <laughs> months into the. And I don't even think we're joking about that because I know they have all that vacation and the move and everything else. Uh, don't so forget I the think, dentist now; those sneak up on. Yeah, he's, Jesse's got and he's up at his cabin and everything else. So uh, I don't think that that's what Josh is angling for. I think it's straight. He doesn't want to be associated with. <laughs> <Josh>. <laughs> It might be. Jesse Nelson, for the record, does have producer of Wildey and Tausch on his his Twitter file. It's like fourth on his thing. Yeah, doesn't he list? He's got, like, Prep Mania, host with Dennis Semerow. I think, you know, he's Bradley University alum. He has content manager, play-by-play voice, and host for ESPN Wisconsin. You guys are fourth. That is correct. Producer of Wildey and Tausch. When's the last time you did play-by-play? And is he actually cleared as a host? (laughs) I haven't asked any of those. I haven't asked any of those questions. But can you guys believe? And Scals, I know you've been out for a bit. Uh, well deserved, by the way. Thank you. And so we have Farvon a couple, like two weeks ago, and Jesse totally rips him at the end. It was awesome. He said that he was going to send him a wedding present, but it was intercepted, and everybody laughed. And he now Farv is by far his favorite athlete. He left the Green Bay Packer fandom to go to the New York Jets and to the Minnesota Vikings with Brett. Couldn't love an athlete more. And he's seven feet away from Brett Favre all weekend, and he doesn't have the stones to go up and say hello. Tough guy, Jesse Nelson. Can you believe that that actually happened? 
Uh, I mean, can I believe it? Absolutely. He yeah. should have. He should have said hello. I mean, that solidifies the relationship, right? If you go For up, sure. you shake the hand, you say, "Hey, Brett, I'm Jesse. I'm a Wilding Tausch. I'm with your guy. We just talk." Then all of a sudden, it's like, great. What he shouldn't have done is gone up and asked for a picture or an autograph. That would have been 100%. a bad move. But if he just went up like a normal human yep. and was like, "Hey, Brett, great to meet you," kept it short and concise, then yeah, you're a hundred percent right. But at what point, like? I don't know, Jesse in those settings? Like, it just doesn't seem natural. Brett might have opened up to him if he kept it short and sweet yep. and used the Wilde yeah, and Tausch was... that's in his bio on Twitter <laughs> yeah. for some cloud with Brett. Yeah, I, the whole thing just, it's, it was crazy. For, to hear him completely unwind where at first he thought it was all good and then he really came to the conclusion that this was the missed opportunity of a lifetime for him. It was really fascinating to watch the marbles kind of, or the whole thing kind of unfold within 40 minutes. He was basically, he won't talk the rest of the show. He was so disgruntled after we kind of berated him for not, for not going to, to, to seize that opportunity. So, uh, so he's beating himself up over. He's, he's very disappointed in himself. You're saying? Yes. Yeah. And he, you know, he never is disappointed in himself. He's no. disappointed in others. He's not a bigger Jesse Nelson fan or defender in the world than Jesse Nelson. That is very fair. Yeah, and I think we – and we didn't mean to make him feel bad. We were just disappointed that he missed the opportunity that he had. Uh, And and we weren't trying to beat him up, but we ended up beating him up. Talking with Tausch here on Scalzo and Brust across ESP Wisconsin. Uh, Tausche, what took Al Lazard so long? Yeah, that's an interesting question, and I assumed – you know, listen, he looked at it and is probably looking at it. He's the number one wideout uh, on this team. Not that he has a ton of leverage, but he has leverage. And I would have thought that he could have, you know, gotten a couple sweeteners. You know, he was, he's got the tender in front of him, the rec- uh, restricted free agent tender. And that's where he's going to be. But the Packers need him. Lazard needs the Packers, too. But the Packers really need Alan Lazard. He is, as Aaron Rodgers said last week, He's their number one wideout. That they hurts. <laughs> Saying well, it out they loud. Don't have, as we sit here right now, they don't have a better option. He will be, unless something crazy happens, Sammy Watkins, Julio Jones, something of that nature. Al Lazard's going to lead the team in catches as a wide receiver. He's the uh, best. Aaron Jones will be right Matt LaFleur thinks of him as, like, what, the best run-blocking wide receiver they have? Yeah, he. I mean, I think they love him because he plays the role. He's been tough. He's done it. And I think he wanted to figure out how much leverage does he have. I don't know what the contract, if it was just he signed the tender. I haven't looked at it that closely. But it was surprising to me that he stayed away the entire time and that the Packers and him, I'm assuming he was he was looking for a sweetener, and I'll be curious if he ended up getting one. Tausche, what are the guys in the locker room saying about Blue of Earth uh, and Aaron Rodgers right now, do you think? I don't know how much they know about it. Uh, but I'm sure there's a general curiosity as far as because anytime you have to make a statement that you're not declaring a, as a witch and <laughs> things of that nature, I think that is always intriguing. But I would venture to say, unless it's Randall Cobb, I don't think anybody's asking him anything about it. I think everybody is going to steer clear, and everybody will just talk behind his back. That yeah, would be I was going to say, like they're doing the the rabbit hole that we are all doing of of going to the yeah, Instagram. For, no, for sure. okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's because he's a star, and obviously everybody's interested enough. They're reading it and seeing it. People are asking them about it. 
But when Aaron's around, nobody's talking to him about it. I feel fairly confident. The only person that probably would are like Debach and his close buddies. Everybody else is just going to play the game, stay away. But, yeah, people are definitely going to be talking about it. I'll ask both of you because you've both been in locker rooms like this before. Have you ever had to go through, and I don't need names, have you ever had to go through a situation where your teammates like had to talk to somebody about their significant other and be like, hey, what are you doing right now? you got to be careful. Yeah, I think that's where you you better make sure you're tight with that person. Yeah, I was you gonna say not be, in the locker room. Like, no, you can't saying, be with like the, with your teammates. With a teammate, absolutely. No, there are conver- yeah. there are conversations sure. had. Absolutely, but no, no, you have to sure. be really, 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 really close to that person. Correct. Yeah, this isn't like, hey, you and Lenny are down playing YMCA hoops, and you you want to critique Lenny's girlfriend. I, I don't think that's where this is at. This is you better know a lot about both, and then. It's delicate, but yes, it definitely happens. Now you got me thinking of all the times we talked to teammates about their girls. It was a lot for you guys? Well, I mean, everyone had different personalities. Some of it was about girls, you know, like some of it was about a girl, you know, there's a lot of, you know, college kids are crazy. <laughs> cool. College kids are crazy. Cool. Uh, Tausche, the Live Golf outing going on this week, right? You've got Live Golf, you've got U.S. Open here. I'm fascinated by this deviation from some of these PGA Tour players because you've got one tournament that's going to be played in, I believe, Bolton, Massachusetts, which is going to have about 200 people. And in the same state, you're going to have the U.S. Open, which is the freaking U.S. Open. And you're going to have Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickelson and some of these guys playing in the Live Golf tournament straight up for paychecks. How much would you have had to get paid? Paid to play in an alternate professional football league in the same city that the Packers were. Like, if you were making, uh, a, oh, let's just call it, a, let's just call it a million dollars playing Great. for the Packers. Yeah. How much would you need to play for, like, whatever the fake Packers, the fake oh, football team is? Yeah, I think if I had signed a contract and knew I'd be in Green Bay for five or six years, uh, I would not leave, but. If you're telling me at the end of my career, and I'm pretty washed up, if somebody comes to me and wants to pay me $10 million, I think $10 million would have probably been that starting point to go play a year uh, over if it's in Ashwaubenon, and we're playing at Ashwaubenon High School. <laughs> my, my days were done, and I probably was like a borderline. I was going to get cut or whatever it would be. Yeah, I think I don't blame the Phil Mickelsons and some of these guys for doing it, but it is really tough because – you know, part of it too. Yes, money is always great. I think everybody is always wanting to earn more money. It really comes down to where you're at in your life and what your goals are. And if your goals are to be the best of the best, it's going to be PGA Tour. But if your goals are, I want to make as much money as I can in as less amount of work, like Dustin Johnson, that's the road he chose. I'm not going to berate him like you know Rory McIlroy and some of these other guys are doing because I think it's really easy to make those moral judgments when it's not actually you that has that kind of money on the line. And I think that's where, you know, the NBA and a lot of these other sports that are, at, you know, trying to be holier than thou, if you really want to dig into where a lot of finances come from, it's probably not the prettiest picture for a lot of these uh, organizations. Well, that's what I was going to ask. So do you care where your money comes from? I mean, you want it to be, I think you want things to be, you want things to be done in the best way they can. And I think as I'm sitting here now, Absolutely. As far as, you know, when you're looking at the kind of money that those guys are making, it's going to make you think long and hard before you decide to say, no, I'm not doing that because I feel like this is, you know, the, in the wrong way. Because 
really, if you want to dig deep enough, I think the you know a lot of money that is being spent and a lot of money that is being out there. Not all, you know. It's not Mother Teresa handing out all these checks. Gosh, if that check cleared, I don't. I don't know if I'd care. I mean, I think to Tasha's point, there's a lot of people who uh, clear a lot of checks where they don't really care exactly where the shoes from Nike are being made, you know, and and, yeah. uh, and there's a lot of uh, issues in that world. Tasha, before we let you go, and thanks for making it work on a Monday. We know you got some vacation coming up, much deserved as well. What do you got for us? What are you guys going to play, like, uh, you know, high-five each other we're over just, there? We're just... Yeah, we're well, we're good friends, Ben. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here's the deal. Give me the scoop on uh, Old Boy's Wedding. Did did Rusty bring his plus one? We we built that drama up all last week. I was on Ben's side. How did it play? I'm assuming he had a great night, stayed really late, enjoyed every ounce of it because of how he fought to get in to get Objection him in. Objection leading. Uh, well, I'm asking scouts. Uh, just a quick, <laughs> quick update. The wedding was awesome. Uh, Gabe and his wife uh, did a fantastic job. Uh, ben did bring Green of Earth, uh, which is okay. what we're calling his uh, his new girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> so bizarre. She was there. <laughs> That's what you told me to call her. Uh, she was there. Uh, Gabe's wife said, hey, since Gabe knew her, I was cool with it. I did talk to her about this, did a little reporting. She said if okay. it was somebody like Gabe didn't know and I didn't know... We probably would have said no, but because Gabe knew her um, and was cool with her and knew she was a good person, then she was welcome. Um, ben left around 10 o'clock. You can just be direct. Gabe said if it was anyone else other than her, I'd say no. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's oh. what he told me. Yeah. Um, Gabe, uh, yeah, I don't know what time Joshy. Joshy doesn't know what time they got out of there either. Uh-uh. My guess is they got out sometime probably <laughs> 10, 45, 11. But yeah, Benny left around 10. What time 10. did you get home, Joshy? I actually went home a little early. I was at home, at home by around one thirty. That's early for you. Josh, you yeah. said oh. at two thirty a.m. Tweet out. Oh man! Wow. <laughs> the, well, he's not you know the Russ producer on there anymore. So what do you guys care? <laughs> yes, Fair it doesn't enough. get traced back to us. It's not really just a producer. <laughs> uh, but overall, it was a good time. Chewy was there for maybe thirty minutes. Uh, Homer for maybe thirty-five minutes. So it made Ben look good because Ben was there for a few hours. Oh, nice. I actually done, walked ben. out the door ah one half step before you. Uh, probably yes, but we had a kid and a babysitter we had to get home to. <laughs> So, touche. Yes. Uh, Tausch, enjoy vacation. Thank you as always. We'll talk to you next week. All right, brother. Mark Tauscher, Wilde and Tausch, weekdays 9 to noon across these very stations. Uh, check it out. We have some one or zero coming up next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust. Do you not understand how milk oh, works? Boy. What is the 2% versus 1% versus the skim? If you had to guess, what would the difference be between whole milk, skim milk, 2%, 1%? Whole milk, skim milk, 2%, 1%. We just gave you the answer, pretty much. Whole milk is like, it's right from the cup. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts.